Hello, everyone, and welcome to Our 20-Something Life. My name is Haley. And my name is Maddie. And for those of you who are new here, this is a podcast series where we talk about navigating life after graduation, the nitty-gritty, you know, figuring shit out, what to do with yourself, etc. We also talk about some fun stuff like fashion and lifestyle. So give us a follow if any of this sounds like a good time for you. You can find us over on social media for Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is at our20.somethinglife. Follow and join the community so that you can get involved in future episodes. So for today's episode, we are going to talk about healthy friendships and BFF breakups. Dun, dun, dun. Not so fun. No. But I feel like let's start on the healthy end of the spectrum. Yeah. As two people who could consider themselves in a very healthy friendship. Yes. Um, We're in love. What? Yeah, no, we are in love. We have a contract, <laughs> you know, things don't work out for us in a few years. We're going to get married. We're going to get married. Yep. But that's besides the point. Yes. Um, what are some things that we currently do to that have gotten us to such a healthy point in our in our friendship because we're on what a year, year and, and some odd months year and a half year and a half maybe yeah because i think in the fall right august is when we'll hit our yeah because we did yeah. just celebrate our one year okay yeah. so we're like at a year and a half we're those kind of friends we celebrate our our friend anniversaries we yeah. went back to the same place yeah it was it was iconic but it's been like long enough i feel like it's been long enough now to where if this wasn't gonna work we would have known yeah like for me at least in all my previous friendships like it i gave it like seven months to a year before i knew like i right, this ain't gonna work you're stuck with me yeah we're stuck sorry not sorry no i'm not sorry <laughs> i'm sorry for you um <laughs> But I think that's because, like, we're our number one supporter for each other, right? Yeah. Not was, only because we work together. I think from the very beginning we were, too. Yeah. We just wanted the best for each other. Because I remember yeah. we when we worked at that store together, mm-hmm. we would, you would have, like, store. Yeah, you had um, some job interviews mm-hmm. for your next job, and you didn't tell anybody but me. That's true. I was the only one that knew. That is true. Yeah. And you were, like freaking out and i just remember talking to you about it yeah that's kind of what like that's i think that's when we knew oh she's she could be a friend yeah um yeah i mean we're each other's cheerleader there's no fake friendship here no if you sense if like if you're telling somebody about something great that's happened to you and you can just like see the look on their face that they don't really gaf yeah or they're just like envious or you know that's how you know they're a fake friend right yeah or they like try and relate it and make it about them yeah like let's say you just got the biggest promotion that you could ever get at your job and they're like oh well but this happened to me today yeah it's like let me have my moment right we're each other's cheerleader yeah and if you want to keep a good solid friend you got to cheer them on get honestly some pom-poms yeah maybe a little mini skirt yeah that's the whole point. Learn some cheers. Learn some cheers. Yes. We're not only there for each other when things are going good, because I feel like, you know, that's kind of like, that's the easiest thing to do, right? Yeah. Is to, even if the person's being disingenuine, 
You know, it's it's sort of easy to always be there for someone through the good. I think yeah. what really determines whether or not you're going to be like a healthy friendship is how are you there for them in the bad? Mm-hmm. That's that's a big part, too. Right. Because like if somebody's like crying, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I don't just cry in front of anybody. Nope. Hopefully. So. Am I helpful to you when you're crying? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I feel like I, I, no, I'm very like. I put myself in other people's shoes almost instantly, even if I don't know you. So especially if I do know you. Yeah. Like, I'm going to feel the physical pain too. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Remember that one time I came over here and I was crying and then we went to eat yummy food and go shopping? Yeah. You just got to know, like, <clears throat> how to drag the other person out of their slump. Yeah. How to, You know, you got to be there to talk some logic and reason into them. But also, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you just want that friend who's going to be like, yeah, that fucking sucks. Like, yeah. I'm not even going to try to sugarcoat it. That sucks. But here's what, what can happen. Exactly. Here's what can happen. Like, you know, yeah. let's go do something to take your mind off of it. Yeah. They'll be there. They won't shame you for feeling a certain way about something. Like, Mm-mm. you can really show them the ugly yeah. side of yourself. And they're still going to be there. Yeah. Because sometimes, like, even if you have, like, a romantic partner, mm-hmm. sometimes you don't want to show that side of them. Like, right, like let's say y'all just started dating. It's like a couple months in. You don't want to go cry in front of them. Yeah. You got to find that one person that'll be there so you can cry in front of. <laughs> this is sparking a really embarrassing story for myself. And I know we're going to get into, you know, toxic <laughs> friendship stories later. But I like very clearly, I'm just like a kind of right off the bat type of girl. Mm-hmm. Like I just joined a group of girls that is organized if you can put two and two together <laughs> what that would mean and this girl who i thought was my friend initially like you know we'd been talking for a while and something really crappy happened to me that week i don't remember i was a freshman in college it was probably something stupid yeah but i like called her on the phone and i was crying and i was like oh my god guess what just happened and she was like silent on the other <laughs> end like she oh was, i think god. i remember her saying like why are you crying like oh my god i remember it was just like crickets on the other side of the phone and i i genuinely thought this girl was like you know my friend and like we started to know like learn stuff about each other nothing Mm -mm. i was so mortified i remember just hanging up the phone and thinking all right i am never talking to that girl again yeah because i just a totally embarrassed myself because she made me feel like like stupid for Mm -hmm. crying on the phone whatever that's the kind of, you know, friend you don't want to have around. Yeah, They're not going to be there for you when you're ugly. And I guess I just figured <laughs> it out a little bit way too soon. Um, But yeah, no, I definitely feel comfortable crying around you. Yeah. Have I? I don't think so. Oh, no, I did. It was Chester related, though. Oh, yes. Yes. And it was on the phone. Yeah. And I'm an ugly crier, so I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm a cancer. It's you okay. know, She was in mommy mode. I was in mommy mode. And I'm not in mommy mode very often, so yeah. it's kind of rare when I get to be in that position. Yeah. Um. What else? You know, we're honest with each other. Mm-hmm. We respect each other. We respect each other. This is just like bare minimum, I feel yeah. like. But it's it's so important, though. No, it's stuff that that's been the sole reason why so many of my friendships have not worked in the past. Yeah. Like, if. And I'm trying to work on this. I tested it on you. If I show you something and it's butt ass ugly, 
You better tell me it's freaking ugly. Or if I walk out of the house. You texted me the other day that picture of what you're going to buy on Amazon. What was that? Yeah, it was a TikTok challenge. Because I saw that challenge. I almost sent it to you. Like, is this what you're doing to me? And I just like played along like, oh, my God, that's so cute. No, you did it in a way that I knew you were kidding, though. You were like so sarcastic. And I was like, oh, my gosh, get this one, too. Yeah. For those of you who don't know the trend, which probably so many people do, you like send each other fugly clothes like online shopping and you're like oh my god is this so cute like should i get it (laughs) and only a true friend is gonna be like what's wrong with you like are you okay today did you take your medicine because that's (laughs) not cute um so we're honest yes you gotta be honest with each other if something's you know off with me Mm -hmm. i think i mean communication too that goes with any sort of relationship but specifically a best friendship yeah i remember one time we were trying to do something with the podcast. I don't know if we were like editing or doing like a photo collage or something, but mm-hmm. um, your boyfriend was here and I was, and you were like, oh, do you like this? I was like, no. And he's like, you're the only person that will tell her that <laughs> it's something stupid. <laughs> That's what I need. Because I feel like Will would just low-key lie. Yeah. <laughs> so I need someone just to tell to me. make you happy. Yeah. No, communication is important. You have to like... I feel like you have to communicate on because everyone is different, right? Everyone Mm -hmm. has like niche little things about themselves that are annoying or like hard to deal with. Yeah. And I feel like if you just communicate those things up front with your friends, like for me, it's hanger to to throw out an example. Like I get really hangry. I know when you're hangry. Yeah. You know when I'm hangry Mm -hmm. and you could openly communicate with me and be like, look, you're getting hangry like let's go let's get you food go get you food let's get figure out a car. place to go eat you know what i mean yeah but to someone who isn't necessarily like a toxic friend would probably just get fed up with the fact that you're i'm acting a like a bitch in that moment yeah. but they just didn't they don't know that about or they me. don't care enough to ask like what's wrong with you exactly we all have specific little annoying things about us yeah and a true bestie out there knows all of them and knows how to like work through it because mm-hmm. there's no person out there that's not annoying about something yeah um i can't this kind of like ties in with being each other's cheerleader but like showing up for each other yes so like big one if you have a big event or like something some big achievement or something that you're proud of like you're gonna be there yeah for the other person to support them yeah like during my job interview mm-hmm I was on the phone with you late the night before mm-hmm. and we were preparing. She was asking me questions, telling me what to say. And mm-hmm. if they ask you this, like, this is how you can answer. Yep. Because um, that was a big thing. I was like freaking out about that because I really never had a job interview before. Mm-hmm. And she walked me through it. Yeah, it's the little things, you know, mm-hmm. you got to show up for them in any way that you can. Um. Like, even if something that seems kind of stupid to you is really important to the other person. Yeah. That's just part of being a friend. You know, you got to show up for them. Yeah. Because um, if they wanted to. They would. They freaking would. <laughs> that is like, the. I feel like that can apply to actual relationships and yeah. friendships all in the same breath. Mm-hmm. Like, if, you know, you feel like your friend isn't really showing up for you that much, it's probably because they don't care. Yeah. Like if because if they did, they would show up Mm -hmm. because clearly if something is that important to you, the people who matter will be there unless they have a valid reason they can't. Yeah. It's like 
I don't know. What's like an example of a big event? Mm, like graduation or something. Yeah. Like Good. I invited you to my graduation party and you didn't show up. Mm-hmm. But you are my so-called best friend. Right. I'd feel really hurt if you didn't show up. Right. So. Yeah. If you throw an event, girl, I'm going to be there. Yeah. Even if I don't really want to go to it. <laughs> I will be there. That's just yeah. part of being a friend. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of times where there's been something I'm like really hyped up for and like a friend would just totally flake out on yeah. my plan. And then it leaves me feeling stupid because it's like, I I feel like I want to quote this, but it's treading a dangerous line here. I've literally been told before that like I need to make other friends. Oh, Like I've literally been told <laughs> like you need to go make some more friends. Oh. Buy a best, a so-called best friend. Dang. Yeah. I can imagine somebody saying that to me. Yeah, that was truly humbling. A humbling how experience. How hard is it to make friends, too? It is very difficult. It's so hard. And I was in a vulnerable time, too. I mean, like, I went to a school where, like, none, like, none of my friends from high school went didn't know anyone it's always when you're in a situation where like you don't know anyone yeah you're in a totally new environment mm-hmm. and then to have someone tell you like ah you should just go make some more friends it's like yeah it's like oh, i'm tired of cool. hanging out with you go bother somebody else literally that's like basically saying yeah i'm a shitty friend sorry go find someone who's not yeah it's truly like those humbling moments mm-hmm. that kind of teach you how to be a good friend like yeah. teach you what exactly not to do mm-hmm. to other people so here's the real question okay are bestie breakups mm-hmm. as bad as relationship breakups? Okay, we haven't discussed this. This is a loaded question. This is a loaded question, and I've thought about this before. Mm-hmm. Um, how many bestie breakups have you been through? Like, average, like, bad bestie breakups. See, I wouldn't say it was bad. It was just we stopped talking. Okay. So it but was just like, one. It was uncomfortable. Yeah. But it wasn't like treacherous yeah but just one um i'm trying to think i would say less than five for me Mm -hmm. treacherous bestie breakups Mm -hmm. but there were some that stood out worse than others yeah and it was treacherous um like in some situations your lives become one like you know in some situations you live together Mm -hmm. you share things and then all of a sudden you know things end really terribly and you have to like separate your lives as you would a real like a actual relationship yeah and that becomes super uncomfortable it's happened to me and I was blue because Mm -hmm. at the time it was like you know my one best friend yeah because that's kind of i don't know i'm i feel like i'm too much as a person for more than like a (laughs) couple best for like i can you know less than five definitely i'd say less than three for me but that's just me as a person um but it was bad i was like in the blues i was probably like crutching onto will a lot like way too Mm -hmm. much like using him probably as my therapist (laughs) i'm surprised he's still here after that you know, there's all the whole, like, toxic checking each other's Instagram and, like, when do you unfollow each other and, like, yeah. who's living a more fun life post-friend breakup, just like a normal breakup, you know? Mm-hmm. You're, like, comparing each other and you have to, like, make new friends and it's just yeah. icky. 
Like, when do you stop texting each other? When do you delete each other's phone from or number from your phone? Do I text her happy birthday? Right. Like, it's weird. And I've never been in, like, a serious, serious relationship breakup. Me either. So, to be fair, I don't really have much to compare it to. Yeah. But for me, I would say it's pretty up there. Mm -hmm. Especially, I think more if it's, like your true bestie yeah like the person who knows you ugly and pretty like they know Mm -hmm. the depths of your personality yeah i would say it's pretty bad i think so mine was just like we graduated high school Mm -hmm. and i moved away for college she stayed here Mm -hmm. and we just kind of fell apart yeah, we just stopped talking and it was just like it, I guess it was a mutual thing because neither of us decided to reach out to each other after that. Uh huh. So it wasn't like it was like a crazy breakup. But uh-huh. um, are there any hard feelings you think? I don't think so. Well, we still good. follow each other. Like, OK, it's it, it's nothing. I mean, can't like, say the same if she texted me, I would text her back. It's nothing. Oh, OK. There's no beef or anything. OK. Um, and then I actually remember there was another one in middle school. Mm-hmm. We still follow each other. Mm-hmm. But this one was just kind of crazy. It was over like the stupidest thing. Right. And I think it was in seventh grade, maybe eighth grade. I can't remember. But it was over the stupidest thing. And like the assistant principal got involved. <laughs> what? Were <laughs> you guys like fighting or something? No, it, uh, it was just so stupid. Like... I was getting called out of class. You know, they would come to class with like the yellow slip that's like, ooh, she's in trouble. That's the AP <laughs> slip. Yeah. But it was nothing. Like I knew huh. exactly what was going on. But um, I don't know. Things were said. People took sides. Like mm. it was. That gets like, messy when you get a group. There was five of us. Mm-hmm. And after that one person caused all the drama, the four of us were still friends. So it wasn't like mm-hmm. a major thing. So the one was discarded from the group. Yes. Wow. Sucks to be that one. Yes. But we still follow each other. Huh. Like, I don't know. So, yeah, those that's very different from my... I mean, I've never been in like a giant friend group, though. Yeah. So I can't compare. Yeah. Mine were messy. We did not. I don't follow any of my big bestie breakups anymore. Don't yeah. have their number on my phone. Don't. I del- all the photos were deleted. No contact since the time. Like mm-hmm. bad, bad. Like a serious ex, bestie yeah. ex. So I would say, uh, yes. It threw me into a <laughs> menti B. So yes. yeah, it was bad. Yeah. I would say <laughs> a real breakup has to be somewhat close to that, right? Yeah, because I mean. You're losing this person, like, even if you're in a relationship, too, but that relationship is short. What if you've been best friends with this person for years, maybe even since, like, you were born? Mm -hmm. And then suddenly something happens and then y'all are done. Yep. Like, that's part of your life that's missing. Yeah. I feel like finding a friend is like dating. Yes. And that's a bold statement. Yeah. Because you're not looking for a romantic partner, but you're Mm -hmm. looking for, like, a life... I would call them like a, a life, life partner, partner right? Yeah. So like you go back to the whole thing, like everyone's different. Mm-hmm. Horoscopes are not, personalities are not, whatever it is that makes us all different. We all have very unique character traits. Yeah. And you come across like a lot of people in work and activities. And that doesn't mean that like every single person that you cross paths with is 
like gonna, gonna be like a friend you. yeah or gonna like you that's mm-hmm. a big one like not everyone is gonna like you and that's yeah. okay and you can't force somebody to like you either you no. can't force somebody to be your friend no but i think it's I like also it's it's interesting to think about it in the opposite way because there have been a, quite a few times for me where I initially met someone and was like, oh, this is never going to work. Like, this person is not ever going to be my friend. We are so the opposite. Mm-hmm. And with time being in a forced environment, like, we ended up becoming friends, close friends. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting how sometimes it works in the opposite way for you. Mm-hmm. You just kind of have to give the person a chance. Because sometimes what you see on the outside, like initially the first impressions, yeah. isn't truly what they're like on the inside. People can be awkward or... Don't let the RBF scare you away. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God. Girl, if that was the case, I would have no friends. I've been told. You had some bad RBF and yeah. look where we are now. <laughs> I've been told by many people that I have bad RBF. And then the second I open my mouth, it's like, whoa. That girl's butterflies, sunshine, rainbows. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's hard for me to accept the whole, like, not everyone's going to like you, but it truly is like dating. Yeah. Not everyone's going to end up working out and it doesn't Mm -hmm. make you dramatic. It doesn't make you. You're not a bad person. A bad person, like lesser of a person. It's just life. You're just not compatible. Yeah. And that's fine. They'll go find someone who's their bestie that is compatible with them. And you'll find somebody even better. Yeah. And it does truly happen in the most unexpected times. Like there have been times in my life where like, you know, I just got out of a friendship breakup and I don't really have anyone there for me, like always in my corner. Mm -hmm. And then like randomly I met you and here we are having a podcast together. Yep. So true. You never would have known. Yeah. You never know when it's going to happen. So if you're Mm -hmm. if you're in that awkward stage where you just don't have anyone for you in your corner. Be patient. Be patient and get yourself out there. Yeah. Find find a way to meet people. Join Facebook groups. Isn't there like a like mm-hmm. a dating app that's for friends? Yep. Bumble BFF. Yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah. all this weird stuff going on with Bumble. Proceed with yeah. caution. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Um I think we need to discuss the unhealthy end of the spectrum now. Yes. We're moving along to the spicy the spicy end. Yes. So would you, do you do you have any funny friendship fails that you would like to share with the group? I have one. So in college, I think it was the beginning of second semester of freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, I still was not at home. I was four and a half hours away. So we had to drive back. Mm-hmm. And we had a friend that... Um, lived here and our moms were friends like we were all friends and so we would always drive up with her and drive down with her because we didn't have a car up there Mm -hmm. and um there was this other girl who lived on my floor and she lived here too Mm -hmm. and so she we gave her a ride coming home for christmas break and it was time to go back and she needed a ride back Mm -hmm. there was no room in our car okay so we had to say no like, we can't give you a ride. Like, I'm so sorry. Uh-huh. And that was the last I heard from her. <laughs> what? Yeah. There was literally no room. Like, we all had stuff that we were given for Christmas. Like, her and her boyfriend decided to drive up with us. So there was already four people in a five-person car. Hmm. So what are we going to do? All squish in the back seat? Even yeah. with, like, our bags at our feet? Because we had, I mean, we were given Christmas presents and we wanted to take them back. Uh-huh. 
but that was the last we heard from her so your friendship was solely <laughs> dependent on a ride on a ride yeah hey you know how long were you guys friends before you figured that out uh august to december okay so a couple months at yeah. least it wasn't like a long-term investment yeah that would have been awkward but it was like i mean the whole floor knew that we were friends like she was in our dorm mm. every night like we were always hanging out we would always go to dinner together we had a class together uh-huh so we were always together and then suddenly it was just like done wow over a ride that's kind of crazy yeah um well, that's not fun. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, maybe if she would have asked us, like, a couple days before we were leaving. Right. Then maybe we could have given her a ride because maybe then the other friend's boyfriend wouldn't have come. Uh-huh. But. Maybe she just assumed that that was your job or yeah. something. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I truly don't know. Sometimes you meet people who seem so normal and then you discover that they're so not. Yeah. And you're like, hmm, I calculated that one wrong. Yeah um do you have any i have a lot (laughs) but truly i do think it is because you know i was immersed in a new college experience with no one Mm -hmm. it was just me myself and i trying to figure it out and i did get very involved in lots of clubs Mm -hmm. meeting people in classes a lot of whom i'm still friends with um shout out to you shout out to you few who are still kicking it slaying it slaying it um but you know i did i had to experiment with a lot of ones that didn't work out we just weren't compatible i'll just leave it at that um but i did make a little list of a few red flags Mm -hmm. that i now know to look out for Mm -hmm. um starting with are they laughing at you or are they laughing with you (laughs) (laughs) so that was a fun one to learn from me (laughs) yes i am a blonde not physically but mentally i am blonde i say stupid stuff all the time that's just because i'm very trusting Mm -hmm. and so i assume that you know sometimes the stuff i say will be received well and it's not always it truly is not most of the time i'm saying something stupid Mm -hmm. but you know i would be like exposing something about myself that i thought you know maybe they would be like oh man that sucks like Try to make me feel better about it. Oh my gosh, that happened to me too. Right. Or yeah, just, you know, anything nice. But no, it was just straight up laughter at me. Like I would share a vulnerable story or like pronounce something wrong (laughs) or do, you know, my normal blonde shit. Yeah. And it was definitely laughing at me. Mm -hmm. And this was in a group. This was one of the few rare times that I did make a group of friends. And yes, I was definitely the subject of their laughter. Dang. I've you if you ever do laugh at me it's because you have earned the right at this point you have done enough laughing with me for a year and a couple months now I have graduated yeah to where if you laugh at me I'm like yeah you like I'm stupid like I deserve that like I'm probably laughing at me too but this was like a freshly formed friendship yeah on a daily basis yeah like I mean if you fall on the sidewalk I would laugh at you, uh huh. But I would help you get. You up. would go help me up immediately. No, these these people would take pictures of me. <laughs> I'd probably be like, take this a picture. Dumb bitch, she's on the floor. Look at her. I mean, it was truly about anything. Like I could just say a word wrong, and they'd be like, "Oh my god, do you even go to college?" And I'm like, "Bro, <laughs> cut me a break." Yeah. Truly. Okay, so that's a re- first red flag. Uh huh. I'm always looking out for that. Um, friends who find every opportunity to flake. Yes. So like. I'm not going to get too specific here, but you know, you and me, we're the P 
PPC. We're, we're the, the party planners. planning committee. Yes. We love to show people love through planning stuff and making them feel special. Mm-hmm. And I've always been like that. So, you know, I, of course, I have besties and I plan Halloween parties or I plan, you know, whatever it is at the moment. And, you know, it's like plan months in advance and it's just me and this one person who are supposed to go to this, you know, highly anticipated event. And then boom, the day of it's like, sorry, I'm not going with you. Hours before. No, literally hours before I get a text. Sorry, I can't go with you. And then I'm like, girl, why? Like we've been, yeah. we've been so hyped about this, and they're mm-hmm. like, eh, "I don't know, I don't know why you're so upset about this." Blah blah blah. Yeah, I think this is when I was told that I should make more friends or something. Mm-hmm. It's it was a while ago, so it fades my memory. Yeah, but flakiness. I mean, we still deal with this now, every now yeah. and then. Like, like you're somebody, always gonna have it. If somebody goes through the trouble of like planning a whole thing, like what if they like. I don't know, bought a bunch of stuff for Mm -hmm. the party, got a bunch of food. What if they even like rented out a venue or rented a section at a club or something and then it's literally just them? Right. Like nobody shows up. And it's it's easier to excuse when you're in a group setting. Yeah. But I've had multiple experiences in a one-on-one setting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, imagine you throw us like a Valentine's Day, you and me, yeah. and I just don't show up. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, what do you I'd even do? Out of you. I know. You're like, oh, sorry, my car broke. Okay, let me come get you. And you're right. Like, oh no, my my broke my pinky toe. I can't go. Okay, well, I'll carry you down the stairs. No, but I have been I'm given no force you to come. I have been given no reason before yeah. besides just purely I don't want to go with you anymore. It's yeah. like okay that's messed up yeah um red flag third yeah that's the second red flag um third and i gotta watch myself because i'll talk about this for a really long time Mm -hmm. um friends who use you as an emotional crutch red flag double red flag yes it's okay Mm-hmm. to be there for people mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. you and i vent to each other shitty stuff happens to us all the time and we got to talk about it yeah however if it's a one-way street and i think that's where the problem is is a one-way street crutch yeah um i've had so many friendships where i've just left emotionally exhausted mm-hmm. if you've seen the recent episode or the first season of White Lotus, Mm -hmm. the therapist lady, the masseuse therapist and Jennifer Coolidge, I was the masseuse lady. Okay. (laughs) Like I was really putting my blood, sweat and tears into these people's relationship problems or, you know, it's usually relationship problems for us girls dealing with a shitty guy or whatever. And I've been there for them for like, I'm talking like months on months on months Mm -hmm. of like the same problem. And always being there for them, even when they keep making the same mistakes and they don't listen to your advice because they never listen. I mean, yeah. you got to figure it out on your own. Yeah. But then, like, it comes to my problems and they're insignificant. Or I'm never even given the chance to talk about it because I'm so busy, like, being there for another person. And then by the yeah. time it's all said and done, like, we're in different places in life. And I'm just, I feel like a used Kleenex in the corner. I'm just exhausted and yeah. used. Red flag. If they don't ever give you an opportunity or be like, hey, how are you doing? Like, how are you doing recently? Mm -hmm. If the the first thing they do when you see them every time is, oh, I have so much to tell you. Yeah. And then they never give you the floor. It's like, girl, you need to move on. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so sorry for that rant three red flags <laughs> i'm gonna cut myself off there um but what have these friendship fails taught us not only about ourselves but like how we're gonna show up as better friends for other people you know what i mean i think it's like like you were just saying if somebody wasn't there for me mm-hmm. then maybe i wasn't there for them enough uh-huh so maybe i need to work on that in my next friendship mm-hmm. so i think i don't know yeah i get that um for me personally after the very long rant i just gave you <laughs> um and just like you know once you leave college i think you naturally kind of discover this as well mm-hmm. um fewer quality friends yes far exceeds a bunch of just crappy surface level friends Mm -hmm. who know nothing about you and won't be there when you're crying on the phone to them yeah you know what i mean yeah like i think that's why i'm kind of like a few friends type of gal Mm -hmm. as maybe more specifically like best friends because i am an emotionally invested person like i'm gonna show up for it all yeah and i can't physically do that for more than a couple people i'm here to attest to that fact right it's like i physically can't do that yeah you and i the way that we're there for each other like i couldn't even do that for another person yeah because you are the you are my bestie (laughs) i don't know maybe some people have lots of besties if you do out if you do that out there like you let us know how you do it you a superhero share share how you do it but i just can't yeah um And then I think I probably talked about this, but just to reiterate, everyone is looking for something different Mm -hmm. in a friendship, right? Maybe not everyone even likes what I'm talking about. Maybe not everyone is looking for someone who is super emotionally available for them. They just want someone who's going to have a good time with them. And that's totally fine. But you got to figure that out. It's fun to be the fun friend. Yeah, it is. You just feel like you need like a couple fun friends. Yeah. One best friend that literally knows everything about you. That's true. I don't know. That's a good point. Like, you have to have, like, your little group. You have to have a mix. Mm-hmm. No, that is very true. Because I will say that I, like, out of all my friends that I have now, they all kind of, like, serve different purposes. You know, yeah. not to say that I'm using them, but it's just, like, we both do different things for each other in different mm-hmm. ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, everyone's looking for something different. And just because you go into it thinking it's going to be one way doesn't mean the other person also sees it that way you've got to like figure it out kind of Mm -hmm. so to speak date for a little bit long enough to where you can like know yeah if that's what's gonna actually pan out it really is dating it is just to reiterate that there's a million fish in the sea exactly you got to try them all before you find the one Mm -hmm. they say that you have three kindred spirits in your life Mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting I know you're definitely a kindred spirit. Am I? Oh, yeah. You're, or as they used to call it, bosom friend. I like that better. I have mentioned <laughs> that before. Yeah. But you are my bosom friend. Yes. Um, why they call it that? I don't know. Are you connected at the bosom? I, oh, because your heart is underneath your bosom? Maybe. I truly don't know. Who knows? But hey, I still get to meet one more kindred spirit in my life. Yeah. Because, you know, everyone has their kindred spirit from like age like the pre-k through Mm -hmm. high school for me at least there was one person who followed through that whole process that truly made it through everything and followed me out Mm -hmm. but then it's like you meet you have to meet your adult kindred spirit yeah 
Also, knowing when to get out of a friendship. Yes. If it's not going, like, if that person's never there for you, like we said earlier. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, you just got to know when to stop. Just like in a relationship, like a romantic relationship, too. Yeah. But I don't know. But it can be tricky. Yeah. Because, like, what if it's two years into your friendship and you're not feeling it anymore this sounds really much like a breakup mm-hmm. no really <laughs> but you're just not feeling it anymore y'all don't hang out anymore y'all barely talk like mm-hmm. you just gotta know when to get out yeah because what if the other person's feeling the exact same way they just don't want to bring it up mm-hmm. and you're just gonna keep dragging it along and going nowhere is, with how it. do you do it like how do you go about yeah. leaving a fr- I, and i've done it so many ways there's always like the explosive exit Mm-hmm. and then there's just like the what the heck happened exit yeah. you know what I mean like I've done them all I don't know about you I've only ever had the silent exit that's that's a good thing though but I mean I don't know it's always like what went wrong that's always the question like I still question it like yeah. I know people in my life have like gone through the silent friendship exit yep and it's like what the heck happened it's kind of trippy to think about like if you like us now, we're reflecting on all of these bad relationships that we've had, right? Friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of interesting to think that like in all of these other people's brains, the whole story is probably different. Not to yeah. say that you and I are manipulating the story because we're not. This yeah. is truly what happened to us, what we perceive. Our feelings and their feelings, feelings are completely different from ours. Their whole perspective is probably different. And yeah. that is so like that's where it gets tricky in a friend group because it's like, well, she told me this. And she told me this. Well, yeah. they're probably both accurate stories to those people mm-hmm. because everyone sees and feels things in a different way. Yeah. So us out here talking about all this, it's not really even us like throwing these people under the fire because yeah. I'm sure like every single person has their own stories mm-hmm. for things that have ended. Maybe the friend that just ghosted me had a reason for it, mm-hmm. but didn't know how to tell me yep and it was just easier because we really weren't talking anymore we didn't live in the same city anymore yep it was just easier just to not talk anymore yep that's true not to reach out yeah no i've done the explosive exit and i've done the quiet exit and i will Mm -hmm. say you just got to feel out the situation right like if you both have big feelings and you just can't get out of it without saying something Mm-hmm. like you just you gotta you gotta get your comeuppets or whatever you know yeah. then sure go out the explosive way but if it's like what you've said and it's something pretty chill and you both kind of know and feel like it's over or maybe it's just you you really know that it's over and like saying something is not gonna make the situation any better yeah just leave like i've done it just leave move on respectfully decline mm-hmm. you know because truly, it's not going to do you any good staying in a situation, especially where you're being mistreated. Yeah. You know, or you f- you feel like you're being mistreated and you've tried to fix it. Mm-hmm. I would not recommend just leaving without trying to fix the situation. Yeah. Definitely try to fix it. Maybe talk to the person. Be like, hey, you really haven't been there for me recently. And this is what I'm going through. And I like really need somebody. Yep. And if they if they're like, OK, yeah, like let's do this this and this and then Mm -hmm. that never happens then you're like okay well i tried exactly yep don't just give up yeah it kind of ties back to that whole like you just have to like not care what other people think about you like not Mm -hmm. everyone is going to like you yeah 
and you just kind of have to live with it. Like I'm sure every single person on this earth has at least five or ten people that don't like them. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And that's okay. Because who cares? You know what yeah. I mean? Like they're going to go on living their own life mm-hmm. and meet a bunch of other people that's going to impact their story and you're going to do the same and probably never think about each other again. Yeah. Or if you do think about each other, it's just a learning lesson to like guide you in the correct direction. Mm-hmm. So you just have to move on from it. Yep. Um. What about our friendship some things that you and I do on a daily basis that keep our friendship healthy I think we kind of talked about this in the beginning but like Mm -hmm. as two people who work together yeah I feel like that's kind of there's a a line that you cross when you start to work together Mm -hmm. but it's interesting for us because you and I started yeah working together yeah so if anything was gonna happen it would have happened yeah when we first met yeah um and it also it started out you were my boss Oh, yeah, true. That's an, that's an interesting yeah. twist. Yeah. And I think we only were, I, what do we call it, bosses together mm-hmm. for a couple months. Yep. But um, I don't know. I feel like we text like every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. We do. Like we'll Many te- times like, a day. Yeah. We'll text each other in the mornings. Yeah. Like, good morning. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but we actually do. That's what's embarrassing. Our bitmojis. <laughs> oh my god, we are we, we are, are avid bitmoji users. Yeah, no, to the point where people really judge. Like, if you see our text messages, yeah. you're probably gonna throw up. Like, we'll have a conversation fully using bitmojis, <laughs> and they're mostly the ones where it's like we're in love. Yeah, that's, that's just us. <laughs> the marriage ones pop yeah. up first as a recommended yeah. one for me. Um, but no, we'll text each other like every day throughout the day. We go get lunch. Mm-hmm. We have it right now because I can't walk. Yeah, she's still in her boots. <laughs> R.I.P. Life update. Nothing has changed. Nope. Um, what else do we do? Well, it's important to note that that's like what we both want though, right? Yeah. Like that's the kind of friendship that we both like. So mm-hmm. it really works because yeah. we're both annoying like that. <laughs> Um, but of course, if you're not, if you're not trying to text someone at every hour of every day, then you need to go out there and find <laughs> someone who's like that. Yeah. Cause I'm sure a lot of people would get annoyed. Yeah. Um, specifically, like what are some things that we appreciate about each other in our friendship? Ooh, we're getting mushy. <laughs> <laughs> you are always there for me when I'm having a menti bee. <laughs> That's my number one. Not to I have a lot of it every day. <laughs> no. <laughs> me on blast i have a lot of health problems and they are hard for people to understand and she has health induced anxiety yeah on top of all of it so yeah those of you out there who have that you know makes you feel crazy like you are even when you're not sick you're stressed about being like anxious about being sick Mm -hmm. but i feel like you are very sympathetic to me in the way that no one else has been able to Mm mm-hmm well, because I understand, too. Yeah. Like, you I have, have your own unresolved struggles. health issues. And, mm-hmm. like, I kind of, they're not the same as yours, but I still feel or have felt what you are feeling now. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. It's just yeah. the way that you make me feel better when, like, shit is hitting the fan. Or even when stuff is, like, really good. <laughs> like, I get in these weird periods where it's, like, I'm so excited that I'm going to throw myself in a mentee bee. <laughs> Which you know no, just like calm the f down <laughs> sit on the couch drink your tea you talk like i will literally text her and be like okay i'm gonna explode so i need you to like give me some like sensible logic right now mm-hmm. i literally did this the other day yeah about something that 
we'll share in the future mm-hmm. but I was like okay you just need to talk sense and to me and you just yeah. you know the right words yeah I think it's just kind of like treating other people how you would want them to treat you that's exactly what you do like you talk mm-hmm. to me in those really vulnerable situations exactly the way you would want someone else to calm you down yeah like you put in the effort to think about it well, and that's you. what I appreciate about you <laughs> and I hopefully I do the same for you yes you do um I feel like one thing so I feel alone a lot at home because my boyfriend does work a lot at nights mm-hmm. and we're on opposite schedules mm-hmm. so when I get off you're always down to do something yeah I feel like that's like my favorite thing yeah whether it's like going to get ice cream mm-hmm. or well gelato gelato specifically specific um or ooh, a cupcake yeah Ooh. or I just always down dinner going to the mall like mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like we always just run errands together and that's like my favorite thing yeah me too i feel like it it's that whole conversation around like girls with boyfriends can't have real friends yeah. i feel like there's that that stigma mm-hmm. because they're always going to choose their boyfriend first but i feel yeah. like that's not the case with us like no. yes you have to spend time with your boyfriend mm-hmm. but like if you want to have successful friendships where you're actually invested in each other you have to have a balance Mm -hmm. and that's something that's taken me a while to learn I'm sure I didn't do very well at it at first but I've been dating the same person for a while so I've had time to figure it out but I also think it's healthy for your relationship too yes because especially when you live together Mm -hmm. because like you literally see that person every single day yep and you don't get time to miss them. Like, that's my favorite thing, too. Yeah. Being able to miss somebody. Yep. Distance makes the heart grow stronger. Yeah. Like, you're leaving me for a week and I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I know. Every single time I go on a vacation. <laughs> or You were literally gone for a weekend last weekend. And yeah. I had to, like, conquer my breakdown by learning how to do stuff by myself. Because my boyfriend was working. You were mm-hmm. gone. I'm like, oh, shit. I actually have to deal with my thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. But I figured it out. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Yeah. I tr- Honestly, I feel bad for you because I don't know what I would do with myself either. Just stay busy, honestly. Yeah. I'm That's what I did. play my Animal Crossing and yeah. run errands, quote, quote, you know, find something to do. Even if you're not going to go out and buy anything. I'll go on a run. Yeah. Just kidding. Start those intentions. Oh, shoot. That's awkward. <laughs> I literally, I haven't been doing anything because I'm like, okay, so we went to Target the other day, um, Jesus and I, and we got there and I was like, oh, I'll just get in one of those like electric cart things so I don't have to walk around the store with my boot because my foot was hurting. <laughs> yeah. They didn't even freaking have any. How dare they? I know. I was so triggered. I'm like, does the only, do only grocery stores have those things? Like, yeah. I needed a wheelchair for him to push me in. <laughs> the little carts, the buggies that have the kids seats He literally in it. said, do you want to sit in this? Because they had one there. And I'm like, no, that's going to be so uncomfortable. Oh, my God. I would die if I saw that. Yeah. So I've just been, like, staying home and doing nothing. So yeah. I feel like that's what I'm going to do when you're leaving. Yeah. Just find find some self-improvement or something. Yeah. I, I did order don't some new books. So yeah. I might just start reading those. But Sink yourself see, into something. I finished them. I finished one book in two days at work. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm going to finish these really fast. I'm, I Anyways. might bring that on the plane with me. Yeah. The one that you just read. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Is it saucy? It is, but not that much. Okay. I was going to say I'm sitting with a bunch of his family members. So I don't know about no, that one. I think it'll be fine. I think you might just cry a little bit. But okay. that's like that's fine. The They've all seen me cry. Like at the end. Okay. So you'll be fine. That's fine. Yeah. We digress. Anyways. We do. We digress. Anyways. <laughs>
So we were trying to think of a way that we can get all of our listeners kind of involved with mm-hmm. episodes, involved on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. And we were thinking if y'all would DM us your crazy friendship breakup stories. Yes. Anything related to this episode. Random, you know, what you and your best friend do that keeps your relationship alive. Mm-hmm. Anything. Um, DM them to us on our Instagram, r20.somethinglife. Yes. And we will send you a $15 Starbucks gift card. We want unhinged, baby. I mean, yes. give it to us like... The most freaking obscene yes. friendship breakup or awkward thing that's happened. We want to know all the tea. We want to know the tea. The drama. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the winner. Yes. That's so fun. Yes. Oh my God. I could win my own competition so yes. easily, but I digress there. We, we'll leave it open for like a week. Yeah. And so then... we will select it on the following Wednesday that we do not post our off Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then the winner will be on our Instagram story. Yes. And this is just for podcast listeners. We're not going to announce this anywhere else. Nope. So you're very special to us. We you love you. You are very special. We love you. Um, the Just to remind everyone, it's at our 20 dot something life. And yep. if you're already following us on Instagram, just go on over to TikTok. It's the exact same handle. Yes. We post fun stuff over on there. We're we'll trying do to do some more behind the scenes yes. video footage because we do not have a video component right now. So if you want to see us recording the podcast behind the scenes and such, mm-hmm. it'll be on there. Yep. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. We really enjoyed getting to talk about all of our unhinged friendship breakups yes. and our own lovely, healthy relationship. Yes. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, don't forget to give us a follow and give us a rating on Spotify. We are also on Apple yes. Podcasts now, yes. girly. So if you're an Apple Podcast girl, head on over there. Find us under the same name. Give us a mm-hmm. follow and a rating. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Get involved. We're constantly involving our followers into our next podcast episode. Yes. Yeah, so always look on our Instagram story because we always ask for yeah comments we have polls questions yeah literally everything so always look at our stories it's pretty fun yeah join the community and we will see you on the next episode bye bye